Welcome to the What Your Pastor Won't Tell You podcast. Each week, we go on an in-depth scriptural journey to awaken the nation of Israel who are scattered to the four corners of the earth. Our lessons are focused on instructing Israel to repent and to return to God's laws, statutes, and commandments. Also, feel free to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Humble Beginnings. And with that, take a listen.
praises, all praises, all praises. Hey, Shabbat Shalom family, Shabbat Shalom. Welcome to another class. My name, Minister Masha, with me. Officer Daniela. And this is another Sabbath. Give all praises to the Most High. We made it to another Sabbath, all right? Thank you for tuning in with us today. Uh, we have a class for you entitled Atoning, Afflicting, and Forgiveness, all right? The Day of Atonement is quickly approaching us, quickly approaching us. So we just want to go over some basic scriptures that pertain to the Day of Atonement and how it applies to us today, all right? So with that, no further ado, we're going to jump right into it. Also, stick around. At the end of class, we have uh, a short list of announcements, all right? So with that being said, let's go ahead. Let's get started with our first scripture, all right? Let's go to the law. Let's look at the law, the commandment where the Most High tells us to keep the Day of Atonement, this holy day that we that is quickly approaching, let's see where it's written in the law. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 23, start at verse, verse 1 and 2, and then jump down to verse 26 through 32. <clears throat> Leviticus chapter 23 and verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, Concerning the feast of the Lord, which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocations. To be what? Holy convocations. All right. So here are the Lord's feast days or the Lord's set apart holy days. All right. Read on. And it says that with these days, it says holy convocations. The word convocation, as some of you may know, it means assembly gathering so the days that are about to be listed are days where we are supposed to come together we must come together we must congregate all right read on even these are my feasts uh-huh so with that now jump down to verse 26 because you know the day of atonement is a feast day or a holy day but as we're gonna learn you're not supposed to eat on that day but you know what? You're still feasting. You're feasting on the spiritual food. Mm. For man must not live off of bread alone. Mm. Right? We must live off of the spiritual food and wisdom that's in this Bible. All right? So, yeah, the Day of Atonement is still a feast day. All right? Read on. Verse 26. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Also, on the tenth day of this seventh month. On the tenth day of the seventh month. We are in the seventh month as we speak. Right? Read on. There shall be a day of atonement. There shall be a day of atonement. All right? Come on. It shall be an holy convocation. A what? A, an holy convocation. So, for those brothers out there, sisters, whomever... Who sometimes they'll say, oh, you know what? It's the Day of Atonement. We're, we're fasting. We're fasting. So, you know, just just stay at home. Just stay by yourself. You know, you, can, you, don't, you don't need to, you know, we're not going to go out to camp. We're not going to get together. It's the Day of Atonement. We're fasting. We like to stay inside. <laughs> what does the law say? 
It shall be an holy convocation unto you. It shall be a holy convocation, a gathering. We must come together on this day, fasting or not. Oh, well, not not. You gonna be fasting. You come better on. be fasting, right? Come on, come on. And brush you whether you brush your teeth or not. You gotta come. Well, you better not have brushed your teeth neither, right? Cause you fasting, <laughs> right? Come on. And ye shall afflict your souls. You should do what? Afflict your souls. Mm, so we have to afflict our souls, right? Come on. And offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. And it says, and offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. So today, as we know, someone turn down your phone, please. Today, as we know, we don't make offerings anymore. We don't no. make uh, physical offerings of animals, goats, lambs, sheep, and so forth, right? Right. But everywhere in this book where it said that our forefathers had to make an offering unto the Lord, that's a day where you're supposed to be there. Mm. Today, your offering might be your, 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 your presence. No. Your offer is your presence. Like, for example, tabernacles. It says seven days. We shall offer unto the Lord in the wilderness. That means seven days you need to be there. You need to be there for the days, for the feast days. All right? All praises. Uh -uh. So with that, it said afflict. All right? Let's deal with the affliction. Let's go to the book of Jonah. Let's go to the book of Jonah. All right? We'll go to the book of Jonah. We want chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. <clears throat> this is the book of Jonah, chapter 2 and verse 1. Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly. All right. So Jonah, as we know, Jonah tried to flee from his responsibilities as a prophet. And he fled and the Lord put him in the belly of the fish. All right. Read on. And said... I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. He said, I did what? I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. He said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. All right? Come on. And he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I. Mm -hmm. And thou heardest my voice. Right. So, what do we want from here? What's the understanding? When it says that Jonah cried by his affliction, he was crying out to the Lord from the belly of the fish. He was calling out to the Most High, crying out. That was the affliction, mm. all right? So, when the Day of Atonement comes, that's the day when we are supposed to cry out to the Most High. And our affliction, we, we should cry out to him. Ask for repentance. Ask that he cover us of our sins, the multitude of sins that we may have committed. That is the same affliction that jo Jonah is speaking of here. And the funny thing is, you think Jonah had any food in the belly of the fish? Hmm. No. So he was afflicting himself for real. All right? Read that one more time. This is Jonah chapter 2 and verse 2. And said, I cried by reason of no, my... No, no, no. Start at verse 1. Jonah chapter 2 and verse 1. 
Then Jonah prayed unto the Lord his God out of the fish's belly uh-huh. and said, I cried by reason of mine affliction unto the Lord. Uh-huh. And he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. Right. So he cried out by way of his affliction unto the Lord, and the Most High heard him. And as we know, Jonah, the Jonah story is a similar to for Christ. When Christ was in the belly of hell for three days and three nights. All mm. right. And the Lord heard him. All right. So let's continue on the affliction. Let's go to our next script. Let's go to Isaiah. Chapter 58, and I want verse 3. Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 3. Wherefore have we fasted? Wherefore have we what? Have we fasted? Wherefore have we fasted? Wherefore have we fasted? Fasting, meaning you don't eat any food at all. No food, no water. No water, no food. Ain't a fast like how they do in church. Mm. Uh, I'm, having a, uh, uh, I'm having a fruits and vegetables fast. I ain't eating nothing but fruits and vegetables. I'm having a Daniel fast. Right. You know, and there's nothing wrong with doing those things, fasting right. off of certain things. <clears throat> but a real fast, when you fast like Christ fasted, when you fast like Isaiah fasted, you're not eating anything. You're not tasting anything. All right? Read on. <clears throat> Say they, and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our souls? Wherefore have we afflicted our souls? Right? Come on. And thou takest no knowledge. Right. Behold, in the day of your fast, ye find pleasure and exact all your labors. Right. So the afflicting of our souls is fasting. Right. That's how you afflict your souls. All right. Why? Because your, your natural instinct is to go eat. When you wake up in the morning, it's the first thing you're going to go do. Huh. You're going to go eat. You're going to go get something to eat because you're hungry. Right? So afflicting your soul is when you deny yourself, you deny your body, you deny your soul of that nourishment. You deny yourself of the food that you naturally want, mm. but you say to yourself, you know what? I'm gonna do without it. I I I, I don't I don't need that right now. Oh. I, I it's more important for me to pray to the most high right now than it is for me to uh, you know, satisfy my flesh at mm. this point. All right. So we got to keep that in mind as this day is approaching. We're not just fasting, just to fast or whatever. No, everybody in the room, everybody in the school, everyone in the congregation, there's something that you have done or something you did not do that you need atonement for. You want the Lord to have mercy on you for. And guess what? Sometimes it's not. Just something that you actually did. It could be a thought. Oh, man, I was thinking about doing something wicked. My thoughts was going this way or that way. Right. You know what I mean? Those things, these are all things that we have to remember. We have to think about. And we have to say to ourselves, be honest with yourself. Man, Father, you know what? Forgive me for having anger towards that brother. Forgive me for feeling hatred towards this brother. Or, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Forgive me for... 
the lustful feelings, lustful, you know, lust, feelings of lust inside of me. These are all things that when the day of atonement comes, we have to be honest with ourselves and we have to fast and afflict our souls for these things and ask the Lord to forgive us. This is the day that he wants us to come to him with our issues, the things that we did, that we didn't do, whatever it is, the Lord wants you to come to him and afflict your soul. All right? Call it and read it one more time. This is Isaiah chapter 58 and verse 3. Wherefore have we fasted, say they, and thou seest not? Where have we fasted, and thou seest not? Come on. Wherefore have we afflicted our souls? Done what? Have we afflicted our souls? Afflicted our souls, right? Come on. And thou takest no knowledge? Come on. Behold, in the day <coughs> of your fast, you find pleasure and exact all your labors. Right. So the afflicting, when you go back to Leviticus, where it says a day of atonement and you shall afflict your souls, the afflicting of your soul is right here, where Isaiah tells us that it means to fast. All right. We must fast on this day. All right, on the Day of Atonement. Now, from there, let's go to Psalms. Let's go to Psalms 51, and I want verses 10 through 17. Because, as we know, we don't give sacrifices anymore. We don't actually have to kill animals or anything like that. But we still sacrifice unto the Lord, right? We still have certain spiritual sacrifices that we give unto the Lord. And let's let the psalmist tell you and show you what that is. Psalms chapter 51 and verse 10. Create in me a clean heart. This is something that we all should be praying on the day of atonement. That's right. We should be asking the Lord, create in me a clean heart, Lord. Clean my mind. Mm. Clean the filth out of it. All the nastiness I got in my mind. All the wickedness that I got in my mind. All the hatred that I got in my mind. The addictions that I have, that have hold of my mind. Do what? <clears throat> Create in me a clean heart. Create in me a clean heart, Lord. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. And renew a right spirit within me. And Lord, renew a right spirit within me. Renew a right spirit within me. Give me a spirit to keep your commandments. Give me a spirit to love your commandments. Right. Love your word. Love the, the Bible. Love this lifestyle. Not the spirit where, oh, what time is it? Did we leave? It's time to leave. Can we leave? Can we go yet? Right. No, that's not the spirit that we should be rolling in. Our spirit should be, let's, let's stay in these scripts all night long. Uh. Remove from me a lying spirit. Uh, Remove from me a hateful spirit. Uh, holding a grudge spirit. Remove right. from me all those spirits. Put in me a right spirit. Mm. Right? Read on. <clears throat> Verse 11. Cast me not away from thy presence. <coughs> and So the Lord, we got to ask the Lord, don't destroy me. Right. Don't cast me away from your presence, Lord. Don't just don't toss me away. Come on. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. And take not your Holy Spirit mm. from me. Don't put me to death. Don't take my soul from me. Don't take the Spirit off of me. Because it can, a, you can die physically, and you can also have a spiritual death. Mm. You know, lost all knowledge of the truth. 
or or all your uh integrities out the window. <laughs> you don't want to keep no commitment. You know what's right. You right. know right from wrong, but you don't want to do it no more. The Lord removing his Holy Spirit from you. We got to beg the Lord, pray to the Lord that he don't do this. Don't remove your, your spirit from me. Come on. Verse 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Mm. And uphold me with thy free spirit. Uh-huh. Come on. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways. Right. And sinners shall be converted unto thee. See, and he's got he's saying, Lord, you do this for me. You bless me in this way. You keep right. your spirit on me. Then will I teach. I'm going to go out and I'm going to help convert the sinner. Mm. Right? Come on. Deliver <coughs> me from blood guilt guiltiness, O God, mm -hmm. thou God of my salvation. And my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. Come on. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall shoo, show forth thy praise. Right. Open up my lips, Lord, so that I can praise you. I can praise your name. I won't be afraid to speak about your glory. Speak about you at, at work. Right. Speak about you to whoever. I'll always praise your name. I pray the Lord do this with me also. Sometimes I don't open my mouth when I should God. to the brothers walking. You, I can't. I gotta remember. I can't let no brother walk past me right. without telling him he's an Israelite. God. Wife always be looking at me. <laughs> Ain't gonna tell that brother he is real. <laughs> Come on. This is what we got to do. This is why we got to pray to the Lord. This is why we got to atone. Time. Lord, forgive me for letting so many brothers walk past mm. me without breaking it down for them. Right. Diana letting people walk by, I can't. <laughs> I'm like, bit them in. Time, time. Right? We got to atone for these things. Come on. Read on. For thou desirest not sacrifice. He does what? Desirest not sacrifice. The Lord, see, David already knew. Now, David lived in a time Come. when the tabernacle was still established. They were still, the Levitical priesthood was still there. They were still making sacrifices. But when David sinned, mm. where do you read that David went and took a goat <laughs> and, 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 and sacrificed it? No. David knew something through the Spirit. Read it again. For thou desirest not sacrifice. See, through the Spirit, David knew that the Lord didn't care for those sacrifices, them animals, and he didn't really care about that. Huh. Right? It was all similar to, to something greater. Come on. Else would I give it. David said, if this is what you really wanted, Lord, I would have right. gave you that. I would have gave you sheep. I would have gave you bullocks if that's what you really wanted. But through the Spirit, David knew what the Lord really wants from all of us as a sacrifice. Read on. Thou delightest not in burnt offerings. Uh-huh. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. The Lord wants you to break your spirit. Mm. He wants your spirit to be broken. He wants your heart to be broken. Damn, Lord, you know, I know I messed up. I know I did wrong. And you know what? In order to do that, you got to be humble. You got to humble yourself. You ain't going to have a broken, a broken heart if you don't humble yourself. You're not going to have that. All right? Read on. A broken and contrite heart. A broke, a what? Read it again from the top. Verse, 
This is Psalms chapter 51 and verse 17. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, mm -hmm. a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou will not despise. Right. So the Lord wants us to break our heart. He wants us to give him these things. Give him these things. This is the true sacrifice. This is how you make a true sacrifice. You have to have a broken heart. It says, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, mm. a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, thou will not despise. That's what the Lord wants from us. And the only way you're going to do that is if you humble yourself. Humble yourself. Humble to correction. Understand where you went wrong and break your spirit down. See, but when you're not humble and you got pride, you're holding your spirit up. The mm. Lord said he wants you to break it down. Break your spirit down. Break that spirit all the way down and, and, and remain humble. Come to him. Approach him that way. Lord, I, you could destroy me this minute, Lord. Mm. You could destroy me right now as I stand here. Have mercy on me, Father. Have mercy on me. All right? So now, we spoke about atonement, right? We spoke about atonement uh, in some previous classics. And the Day of Atonement is the day, it's the only day where the high priest would actually go into, into, the, uh, into the Holy of Holies, all right? He would go into the Holy of Holies with the incense, burn the incense, and he would make the blood offering and sprinkle the blood onto the altar. All right. Now that Holy of Holies, that's a place where uh, nobody else could go in there. Levi don't matter if you were a Levite or what, you had to be the high priest. Oh, and you couldn't, even as a high priest, you couldn't just go in whenever you wanted to. You had to go in at the appointed time, which is the Day of Atonement, while we are fasting. All right. And you know what? Let me grab a, another precept real quick on the fasting part. Something that I, I skipped in my notes. Go to Jonah again and give me uh, verses, th uh, Jonah chapter 3, verses 7 through 10. Put this in your notes. Yeah. So this is also going to show us and explain the fasting aspect, all right? Jonah chapter 3 verse 7 and he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh. Nineveh. So what he's saying is he's they proclaimed a fast. They proclaimed a fast in Nineveh. Nineveh, this is time for us to fast. We have to repent to the Lord. So he proclaimed it to be a fast throughout Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles. Uh-huh. Saying let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. So man nor nor beast right. in this fast was to taste anything. Mm. So that little lip gloss you put on your lips and then you tasting it, <laughs> you, 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 done, you done messed up. No, broke fast. Maybe you want to uh, chew some gum. Oh, I ain't eating, but I'm chewing gum. No, you breaking the fast. You're not supposed to taste nothing. Mm. Ooh, this fast is serious, y'all. 
Come on, read on. Let them not feed, uh-huh. nor drink water. Don't drink water, don't feed, don't taste nothing. All right? So for this day, that's how we have to approach the Lord. Uh. And we got to give our best. We got to give our best efforts in doing that. Right? We, we give our best when it comes to song and dance. Mm. We give our best brothers be out there at camp for 12 hours teaching. Come. Right? So now we got to give the best when it comes to the spiritual, when it comes to this fast, the Day of Atonement, an oh-so-important day, right? So, as we mentioned, this is the day when the high priest would go in there, right? So today, who's the high priest today? Christ. Christ is our high priest. And on this Day of Atonement, when you are fasting, afflicting your soul, what you're doing is... You are putting all your burden, all your sin, all your transgressions upon Christ. And Christ is going before the Most High on your behalf. All right? So now let's see. Go to Hebrews chapter 4. We're on verses 14 through Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest uh -huh. that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. So as you see, our high priest today is Christ. Christ is our high priest. And he's a great high priest. There had never been a better high priest. Someone who can really petition for you. Someone who can really intercede for you. All right? Christ is our high priest. So as you still keep the day of atonement, have Christ on your mind. Understand that Christ is going to go into that holy of holies for you. And he's going to sprinkle not the blood of goats, but his own blood mm. upon the altar so that the Lord will have mercy on you. All right? So you got to believe in Christ. You got to be a follower of Christ, a believer in Christ, in order for him to even go to the altar for you. Not, uh, what they call it, uh, Old Testament only Israelites keeping the Day of Atonement, but they ain't got no priests. Uh. They ain't sacrificing no goats. <laughs> they ain't got no temple. So what kind of Day of Atonement they keep it? The Lord designed this thing this way. And you got to believe in Christ. He is the Messiah. He is our high priest. All right. Uh, is that it on that? No, verse 15. Go ahead. Verse 15. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched uh -huh. with the feeling of our infirmities. See, the Lord, Christ, he understands what we're going through. It's not that he's so removed or nothing. No, the Lord knows what we're going through. He can be touched by our infirmities. He understands, and he wants to help us. He wants to help us get out of this state that we are in. He mm. wants to atone for us, uh. right? Come on. But was in all points tempted like as we are. Right, because that's why it behooved Christ to come in the flesh, because he knows what temptations we've gone through. Uh. He, when, hey, when, when a brother comes to him and says, Lord, I've been lusting, the Lord knows what right. that is. He knows what that feels like. When, it, when, 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 when a brother comes and says, Lord, I had hatred for my brother. Right. Christ is like, 
Yeah, you know, I, I know how you feel. Judah, Judas and all them other ones, I felt like killing them brothers. <laughs> right? Right. Christ understands. So he understands everything that we, we've gone through, and that's why he's a, a, a great high priest. All right, read on. Yet without sin. Yet. All of that, all the temptations, he felt it, he knew it, he understood it, but yet he himself, he didn't sin. Mm. He didn't break. All right? That's why he is Hamashiach. Hamashiach, Yahweh Shah. All right? Read on. Let us therefore come boldly. See, because we have such a righteous high priest that is here and atoning for us, he's the one that's going to go into the Holy of Holies. Because we have him, let us now come to the throne boldly, mm. understanding that nobody better. He's he's like it's like he's our attorney. He's going up to that judge, and you know you got the best attorney in the land. You got Johnny Cochran, <laughs> and you know that when Johnny Cochran go up to the thing, he said the glove don't fit. You must acquit. Mm. He knows what to say. He knows what to say to the judge, and he's gonna protect you. He's gonna defend you. Uh, That's who Christ is for us. All right? Read on. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace. Uh, to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy <coughs> and, find a, and find grace to help in time of need. Mm, 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 mm. Read that last part again. Let us therefore come boldly. Unto the throne of grace. Uh-huh. That we may obtain mercy. That we may obtain mercy. That the Lord will forgive us. For oh I didn't keep the Sabbath that day. I didn't do things right that day. Maybe I just came into the truth. And there's a lot of stuff that I forgot about. Or didn't know about. But Lord have mercy on me. Uh. You still got to ask for mercy for those things. Right? But that we may obtain mercy. And find grace to help in time of need. And find grace to help in time of need. When you're weak, that's a time of need. Mm. When your spirit is a little weak, that's a time of need. That's when you may need grace. That's when you may need the Lord to give you grace. When you feel in whatever. Right. When you're not encouraged or when you're not around your brothers or sisters. Those are times when you need grace to step in and help you get along. All right. So from there, let's look at a time now under the Levitical law. All right. Let's go to Leviticus. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 10. I want to show you something real quick. Leviticus chapter 10 verses 1 through 3. Leviticus chapter 10 and verse 1. So I just want to show you real quick what life was like for Israel before Christ. Before Christ came on the scene, right? And gave us his great gift. All right? Go ahead. And Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them his censer and put fire therein and put incense thereon. And offered strange fire oh, before what? offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. So now you have priests. These two brothers, they are Levites. They are Levitical priests. Aaron is their father, the high priest. 
And it says that the two priests came. Salakia, Salakia, Salakia. It says that the two priests came and offered strange fire. Read on. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. And there went out fire from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. So these two brothers took upon themselves, took upon themselves to offer strange fire to the Lord. Mm. And the Lord said, and there went out fire and devoured them. Mm. So the Lord wasn't playing no games. He wasn't playing no games. This is the time before Christ came. You, you made a mistake. You messed up. Oh, shoot. We're going to make strength. We're going to. We go, we, they thought they was doing something good. We're going to send up an offering. We're going to take upon ourselves and send up an offering the way we want to do it. Mm -hmm. At the time that we want to do it. Mm. We're going to put it up when we want to do it. I want to do it on this date. Right. So I'm going to do it my way. See what happened to them? Read what happened to them again. And there went out fire from the Lord uh -huh. and devoured them. The Lord sent holy fire to them and devoured them. Come on. And they died before the Lord. And they died right there where they stood. The Lord put them to death because he did not tell them to do it at that time. But they took upon themselves and thought that they could do it or whatever. Mm. Do it when you want to do it. Okay. See what the Lord got for you. Boom. Fired and tore you up. Come on. Verse 3. Then Moses said unto Aaron, This is it that the Lord spake, saying, I will sanctify them that come nigh me. And before all the people, I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. See, and Aaron couldn't say nothing. Mm. Aaron was like, damn. I, I don't even want to make a remark. <laughs> He's like, man, you know, the Lord done took my sons just like that. You know, and he, you, you think, hey, they're priests. These are Levites. They're priests. It's their job to do that. The Lord said, no, I got to make an example out of them. Uh. He devoured them with fire. So let this be a lesson, especially looking at the old days. You can't just do what you want to do when you want to do it. You got to follow thus saith the Lord. The Lord got mercy on us today, right? Mercy and grace. But he's showing you an example. It's written for our learning, right? So from there, let's move on. Let's go to Numbers 15. Numbers 15, verses 32 through 36. Let's look at another example before Christ came. Mm. All right? Numbers chapter 15 and verse 32. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man that gathered sticks upon the Sabbath day. Uh-oh. Here goes a brother that... I, I, I gotta go to work. <laughs> the Sabbath. <laughs> I gotta go to work. <laughs> Here goes a brother that gotta go to work for the Sabbath. Right? Let's see what would have happened if your butt was back there in the wilderness with our people back then. Read it again. 
And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, uh-huh. they found a man that gathered sticks upon the Sabbath day. There go this man gathering sticks. Gathering sticks. He trying to get his work done, right? Come on. And they and they that found him gathering sticks brought him onto Moses and Aaron. So now our forefathers found this man gathering sticks and they said, look, look, look at this Negro. He, he gathering sticks. Right. What are we going to do with him? Read on. And unto all the congregation. Uh-huh. And they put him inward because it was not declared what should be done to him. So at this time, the laws were so new to us, we didn't even know. Damn, Moses, what's the law? What, what are we supposed to do with this man? You just gave us the law, statutes, and commandments. We know that you told us not to do no work on the Sabbath. Mm. This brother was gathering sticks. What should we do with him, Moses? Let's see. And the Lord said unto Moses, The man shall be surely put to death. The Lord said, The man shall surely be put to death. He was gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. Guess what? Put that man to death. Come on. All the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. Uh-huh. Take his butt outside the camp. Mm. Kick him out of the camp. Damn. And stone him to death. Come on. And all the congregations brought him without the camp and stoned him with stones. And he died as the Lord commanded Moses. Uh-huh. So that man died. As the Lord commanded Moses. All right. So that was another mistake. Another sin that the brother, uh, another brother committed. And guess what? He lost his life for that thing. He lost his life for that thing. The Lord said, you know what? Put him to death. Mm. Stone him without the camp. So why are we reading this? We're reading these things because. Look, we, we see how our father, the most high, gets down right. for little things. Things that we might consider little. But then you got brothers and sisters lying, brothers and sisters cheating, sleeping with this one and that one. Brothers and sisters bearing false witness against their neighbor. Huh. Brothers and sisters are suffering sin upon one another. You know somebody in the wrong, you don't want to say nothing. Mm. All types of different sins that are serious sins that brothers and sisters are committing on a daily. So, yeah, guess what? We need the Day of Atonement. We need the Day of Atonement so that we can repent. If your spirit is is in the right place to be repentant, if you truly repent, if you truly seek mercy of the Lord, right? We should be seeking mercy of the Lord, all right? And with that, let's go to the next script. Let's go to Exodus, chapter 33, verses 14 through 23. You better seek the Lord's mercy. Exodus, chapter 23. 33. Salakia. Exodus, chapter 33. And verse 14. 14. to 23. And he said, My presence shall go with thee. And I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up the hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight, 
Is it not in that that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. So the first thing that we want to look here, the Lord said, I'm separating you. Mm. I'm separating Israel from all the people that are on the face of the earth. All right? Come on. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, mm. and I know thee by name. So now the Lord is saying to Moses, you know what, Moses? You have done a lot of good things, and guess what? You have found grace in my sight. So now I'm going to do this for you. All right, Moses, read on. And he said, I beseech thee, show me the glo thy glory. So now Moses says, show me, Lord, your glory. Let me see you. Let me see your glory. Come on. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, uh -huh. and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious. And the Lord said, I will be gracious unto whom I will be gracious. You don't tell the Lord who he going to have grace on. The Lord let you know who he going to have grace on. Mm. Right? Come on. And will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And I'm going to show mercy on whoever I want to show mercy. So when you see a brother that's in the midst of sin or doing something wrong, and you don't see him getting judged, but then when you do something wrong, maybe uh, not even as bad, right. but then the Lord jack you up, the Lord is saying, I'm going to give mercy unto who I'm going to give mercy to. It don't matter. You can't do nothing about it. If I want to have mercy on that man, I'm going to have mercy on that man. Right? Come on, read on. And he said, thou canst not see my face. So the Lord said to Moses, you can't see my face. You can't see my face. Right? Come on. For there shall no man see me and live. If you see my face, you're going to die. Come on. And the Lord said, behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. So then he told him to go stand over here by this rock, right? Come on. And it shall come to pass, while my glory passeth by, uh -huh. that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock, and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. So in the mountain, in the rock, there's a part in the mountain that's like this. It's a cliff, right? And he told Moses, go in there, I'm going to pass by, mm. and I'm going to cover you so you can't see me, when my front passes by, but you're going to be able to look afterwards. Uh. You're going to see all my glory, right? Come on. And I will take away my hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, uh -huh. but my face shall not be seen. So he said, when I take away my hand, Moses, because I, I want to show mercy unto you, I want to give you grace, because uh. you done found grace, grace in my eyes, I'm going to show you something. You want to see me? All right, I'm going <laughs> to show you. Go ahead, go hide yourself in that rock. Let me walk past, and then when I walk past, then you'll be able to see the glory. Uh. And now, so now just imagine this. It's almost, sometimes when I try to break it down, I break it down like this. You know how sometimes you go outside and you see a shooting star, and the shooting star goes so fast across, but then you see like the particles, the dust, uh. and, it, and then it, and then it, Gradually disappears the 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 dust the tail after it. Mm. That's what the Lord just showed to to Moses. The Lord so powerful he walked past that rock, and 
Moses couldn't look at him then, but the Lord was so powerful that as he walked past, his glory was still, mm. it was still like pieces of it fading away that Moses was able to see. And Moses was able to look upon that and he see the shape of the Lord. He seen the Lord oh. that way, right? And then as you read on in the story, you're going to see that just by looking at that, just by looking at the backside of the Lord, Moses' whole face was shining mm. uncontrollably. His face was just, the glory was shining off of his face, right? The Most High is powerful, all right? So from there, let's go to uh, Romans 9 and 15 real quick. Romans 9 and 15. Romans chapter 9, verse 15. For he had said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. So now here we have Paul quoting what we read in Exodus. He has said unto Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Uh-huh. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So the Lord said, I'm going to have mercy on whoever I want to have mercy. And I'm going to have compassion on whoever I want to have compassion. All right. So, you know, it's not for us to decide. But you better do what you must to get on the good side of the most high. On the most high. Right. And also. Hmm. Also. I, I mean, let's bring it up. <laughs> let's bring up the Amber Geiger thing. Mm. Right? Our people sitting there, oh, I forgive you. I have mercy on you. Can I get a hug? Please. Dang. Right? But we're going to see. Does the Lord say he's going to have mercy on Amber Geiger? Does the Lord say he's going to have mercy on Esau? Because <laughs> what we see here. The Lord just said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. All right. So, from there. What? Right. Right. Look at that. Mm. You see that? That's what our people is doing. Shaking uh, with the lassie hair. Hugging all up. Hugging all her tight. Damn. And then look at the damn judge. Look at the judge. Never in history of a murder trial have you seen a judge hug the right. damn murderer. Right. That's crazy. What in the hell is going on? I mean, this thing is crazy to me. Seriously. But then now look at this. When it's our people that killed one of your family members, ain't no, can I give her a hug? Can I give her a hug? No, that nigga gonna fly across the daggone table and kill you. He fighting that man. Jumped across the table. Look, look at him. Mm. You killed my brother? 
He flying across the table. Ain't no mercy there. Right. What happened to all the mercy that black people got? Uh, I love you. I don't even want you to go to jail. How come you ain't say that to your brother? Your black brother. Look at him. Mm. Look at him. The Lord said, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And ironically, look, our people, we we, we don't want to have mercy on our own people. Mm. We want to have mercy on the devil. Family, races, she grew up racist and all that. Just like they had that video of the little girl talking about, he's a nigger. That was Amber Geiger as a, as a, uh, as a child. Right. He's a nigger. I'm not a nigga. He's a nigga. She was taught that from coming up. Right? But we want to give mercy to everybody but but unto our own. If you could forgive a white girl that killed somebody in your family, how come that brother couldn't forgive his own brother that killed somebody in his family? He flying across the damn table to choke him out and kill him and put him to death. It's really crazy, man. But hey, all praises to the most high. What it's showing you is that this Bible is true. Our people have been destroyed mentally. Forget about murder. Our people don't forgive one another if you step on their shoes. Mm -hmm. They're ready to kill you if you step on a brother's shoes. Forget about murder. And you're going to full-blown forgive this woman? Full-blown forgive this woman for killing your brother? Man. Our people are tore up, man. So from there, let's go to John chapter 1. <coughs> John chapter 1, I want verses 14 through 18. John chapter 1, verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Mm -hmm. And we... So it says, in the word, in the word was made flesh mm. and dwelt among us. All right, come on. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father. Uh-huh. Full of grace and truth. John bare witness of him and cried, saying, This was he of whom I spake. He that cometh after me is prefer preferred before me. Uh-huh. For he was before me. Right, because Christ was in existence before John. Christ was always there. He was with the Father, right? Come on. And of his fullness have all we received in grace for grace. Uh-huh. For the law was given by Moses. For the law was given by Moses. Thou shalt, thou shalt not. Under the old covenant, Receiving the law from Moses, this is why Aaron's sons had to die. Because they broke the law, and the law was black and white. Oh, you do this, you do that, you got to be put to death. Oh, you break the Sabbath, you carry your sticks, you got to go to work. You don't want to tell your little job what to do? All right, you got to be put to death. Kick them out the camp, put them to death. Mm. This is what happened under the law. Certain sins... You couldn't have no mercy. Witchcraft, homosexuality, certain sins, there was no mercy for you. You had to be put to death. 
Your blood was on your own head. There was no sacrifice that you can bring and ask for mercy. Your blood had to be shed. Your own blood on your own head had to be shed. For the law, for what does it say? For the law was given by Moses. Uh-huh. But grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. But grace and truth. Grace and truth came by Moses. I mean, no, Salakia. Came by Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. All right? So now let's look at that. Cause, oh, now people are going crazy. They're going crazy in the church. <laughs> oh, grace and truth by Jesus Christ. We ain't got to keep no laws no more, right? <laughs> no. Let's see what that means. All right? From there, let's go to Titus. Let's deal with the grace first. Let's go to Titus chapter 2. I want verses 11 through 14. Titus chapter 2 and verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation. Hath appeared to all men. Uh-huh. Teaching us that denying ungodliness. Teaching. So what does grace do? Come. Grace having mercy for what you doing wrong. Having a, a chance to get a repeat. A do-over. Mm. You want to do over? <laughs> That's grace. And grace teaches us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust. And the worldly lust. We should live soberly. That you should live soberly. You should live according to the scriptures. Right? Come on. Righteously. Keeping the commandments. And godly. Right? In this present world. Come on. Looking for that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on. Who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity. Uh-huh. And purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good, good works. works. Right. So that's what grace is. Grace isn't a license to sin. Come huh. Oh, we got grace. I'm going to eat this pork. Mm. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood, the blood. <laughs> no, that's not what grace is. Right. Grace isn't a license to sin. But grace is something where if you slip up, if you make a mistake, mm. you got the Lord's mercy and grace that he don't put you to death right now so that you can learn. So that you can learn. So that you can, you know what? Damn, you know what? You're right. I did mess up on that. All praises to the most high. He ain't put me to death. Right. Now what? Okay. Let me stop doing that. Let me let me correct myself. Let me, oh, Lord got grace. You know what? The Lord got grace. You got to stop smoking. Stop smoking. The Lord's grace on you right now is that he ain't strike you with lung cancer. And put you to death right now. Right? That's the Lord's grace. So that you can now, in your mind, be like, damn, you know what? The Lord got grace on me. I ain't got no sickness yet. Oh. That's giving you time to get yourself right. And don't take it for granted. Use that grace to be like, you know what? Teaching us that denying ungodliness oh. and worldly lust. Right. Smoking cigarettes is a worldly lust. 
That's a worldly lust. That's what people in the world lust after. Mm. Oh, I just got to have a cigarette. And then next thing you know, they talking about, I used to be 14 and I was doing right. all in yeah. the videos. No joke. So that's what we're here for. And we tell our people these things. Why? Because we love you. Right. We don't want you to be sitting there with the damn hole in your throat. The Lord, this is the Lord's grace, all right? Those whoremonger brothers that was out there sleeping with multiple sisters couldn't stop doing it. It was the Lord's grace that made you, one, not have a baby out there, or two, not catch a disease. So now that the Lord had that grace on you, now you got to deny ungodliness and worldly lust and live soberly. Mm. That's what grace is. Grace is that time period. So it says that Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ, all right? So Christ, just as we read, Aaron's sons had to be put to death. The man carrying sticks on the Sabbath had to be put to death. That was under the Old Testament. Under this New Testament, the Lord have mercy on whom he wants to have mercy. The Lord is going to show Israel grace so that we can get ourselves right. So the Lord give you a little bit of grace. Oh, you know what? You're in captivity, okay. You know, made a mistake. You know, sinned. You know, okay, cool. Here's what we're going to do. Boom. Get yourself right. Get yourself right. But the Lord, don't let the Lord's grace run out. The Lord going to give you grace through Christ. You can repent through Christ. If you accept him and you uh, focus on the scriptures, study the scriptures, meditate. You can repent through Christ. And that's grace. All right? So, from there, now let's deal with the truth. Because it said, but grace and truth came through Christ Jesus. All right? Let's deal with the truth. Let's go to Psalms. Chapter 119, verse 142. Psalms, chapter 119, and verse 142. Mm-hmm. So we understand what the grace is. Now let's get the understanding of the truth. What is the truth that came through Christ? Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. Uh-huh. And thy law. And thy what? And thy law. And thy law. Is the truth. Is the truth. So through Christ came grace and mercy, but also the truth. The true teaching and understanding of the law, statutes, and commandments. That's what came through Christ. All right? So you got grace but you still got the laws. You still got to keep the law, statutes, and commandments through Christ. All right? Christ still teach that. Christ is still about that. All right? So from there, go to John chapter 14 and verse 6. John chapter 14 and verse 6. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, Uh the truth, and the life. Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Come on. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Right. So Christ is telling you, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the Lord. You got to follow the law as I show you, as I teach, as thus saith the Lord. Right? 
You got to keep the law with faith in me. Right? And you can't come to the Father no other way. You can't go to the Father through nobody else, through nothing else. You got to do it through this, through Christ. All right? Read that one more time. Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. No man cometh to the Father but by Christ. All right? So Christianity, you're finished. Ain't no way out of this. You can't get around the law. No, just because it say I, the truth is the law. We read it in Psalms. That's the truth. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness. And the law, and thy law is the truth. Right? So, with that, now let's go, let's move on. All right, let's move on. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. So, the Lord said, I'm going to have mercy on whom I'm going to have mercy. I'm going to have grace upon whom I'm going to have grace. So, let's see, who is the Lord going to have mercy on? Is the, is, did the Lord ordain for mercy to come to Amber Geiger mm. and all her people? Is that who's supposed to have mercy? Or is it somebody else? Right? Well, let's see. Let's go to Luke chapter 1. Let's look at Luke. Luke chapter 1, verses 67 through 80. I want to read a few, a few of these. All right? Come on. Luke chapter 1, verse 67. And his father, Zacharias, was filled with the Holy Ghost and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel. For he had visited and redeemed his people. Bless me the Lord God of Israel, for he had visited and redeemed his people. All right? Not everybody. His people. Come on. And had raised up an horn of salvation for us. For and, everybody. And had raised up an horn of salvation for us. Uh-huh. In oh. the house of his servant David. So the Lord raised up a horn of salvation for us. Huh. For Israel. Right? Come on. As he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies uh -huh. and from the hand of all that hate us. So the Lord raised up the horn of salvation for us, that we should be saved from our enemies, our enemies like Amber Geiger and the whole system that's here in America that's unrighteous. That does not give righteous judgment. Right? We should be saved from these things. And from this place. Alright? Come on. To perform the mercy. To perform what? The mercy. To perform the mercy. Promised to our fathers. Uh-huh. And to remember his holy covenant. So mercy was promised to our fathers. To the children of Israel. The Lord said, I'm going to have mercy on whom I shall have mercy. And I shall give grace unto whom I'm going to give grace. Right? So now, right here, the scriptures are telling you that mercy was promised. Mercy was promised to the children of Israel. All right? Read it again. To perform the mercy promised to our fathers. Uh -huh. And to remember his holy covenant. Come on. To the... Salakia, the oath which he swore to our father Abraham. Uh-huh, because the Lord promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He promised them, 
I'm going to have mercy on your seed. I'm going to bless your seed. Your seed's going to get this land. It's belong to them. And they're going to live in this land forever. All right? Come on. That he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies <coughs> might serve him without fear. Right. So that's the Lord's mercy that, you know what? Israel can serve me. They can serve me, the Lord, without fear. Where we don't have to worry about, oh, you know what? We got to we gotta uh, go to work. Oh, you know what? I got to tell my job that um, I'm afraid to tell my job that I need off for the holidays, for the holy days. No, that's right now we serving him in fear. Why? Because we're still in the hand of our enemies. But the Lord's promise is a promise of mercy unto us so that we can come in our own land and we can serve the Lord without fear. Right? Read on. In holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. Verse 76. And thou, child, shall be called the prophet of the highest. Uh-huh. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways. Come on. To give knowledge of salvation unto his people. Unto his, unto all people. Unto his people. So Christ was prophesied to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins by the remissions of everybody's sins by the remissions of their sins by forgiving israel of their sins that's right i'm gonna give mercy and grace to them right come on through the tender mercy of our god uh-huh whereby the day spring from in high hath visited us come on to give light to them that sit in darkness uh -huh. and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace. Uh -huh. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit and was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. Right. And that child is talking about the young Christ, young Jesus. He was the one that was prophesied for this thing, prophesied to give mercy unto Israel. Right. The mercy that was promised to our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That mercy is for Israel. And it says remission of sins. So how do we get remission of sins? Guess what? By atoning. By atonement. And the only way that we do that is we have to afflict our souls and we have to preach the we have to approach the high priest, who is our Lord and Savior. He is the one. Just as it says he was prophesied. He was prophesied for that purpose. He's the one that does that even to this day. So that Israel can have mercy. All right. From there, let's go to Isaiah chapter 14. On verses 1 through 4. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 1. <coughs> For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob. The Lord said what? For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob. The Lord will have mercy on Abigail. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob. For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob. On Jacob. The Lord going to have mercy on Jacob. So, you know, hey, the Bible says, if it, if it all be possible, live at peace with all men. We're not teaching you to go shoot down a white man, go fight him to death or nothing like that. But what we try to show you through the scriptures is the Lord said he's going to have mercy 
on Jacob. Meanwhile, we don't want to show no mercy to Jacob ourselves. Huh. Jake, step on your shoe, you ready to put him to death. Jake owe you money, you ready to cut the brother off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got no mercy on Jacob, but the Lord said what? For the Lord will have mercy on Jacob. The Lord, he said, the Lord gonna have mercy on Jacob. So if the Lord gonna have mercy on Jacob, shouldn't you have mercy on Jacob? Huh. Right. He didn't say the Lord gonna have mercy on Esau. He said the Lord gonna have mercy on Jacob. Come on. And will yet choose Israel. And he's going to choose Israel. Come on. And set them in their own land. Right. Because one day we're going to be, when we delivered out of this place, we're going to be set in our own land. Come on. And the strangers shall be joined with them. And guess what? This ain't no hate campaign. The other nations, the strangers, the Chinese man, white man, the Indian man, whoever, African man, they're going to be there. It says the strangers gonna be joined with them. Come on. And they shall cleave to the house of Jacob. And guess what? They're gonna cleave to the house of Jacob. Meaning, whatever Jacob do, that's what you're gonna do. Jacob gonna be keeping the Passover. Guess what? You're gonna be keeping the Passover. Ain't gonna be no Christmas in there. Ain't gonna be no Easter in the kingdom. You're gonna be cleaving on to us. You're gonna be cleaving on to what we're doing. We keep the Sabbath. Guess what? You're gonna keep the Sabbath. That's right. Ain't gonna be, oh, we go, we in the kingdom, all the Israelites over here doing the holiness, and the heathens over there still doing Christmas. <laughs> or Christ gotta come down out the sky and sit down with uh Trump. Have a discussion. No, that ain't gonna happen. They're gonna be cleaving onto us, meaning they're gonna be following us. They're gonna be doing what we doing. Alright, come on. And the people shall take them. And bring them to their place. And it says that the people, talking about the children of Israel, we're going to take them folks and we're going to bring them to our place. All right? Come on. And the house of Israel shall possess them. <coughs> we're going to do what? Possess them. We're going to possess. This is my Edomite here, Embagaiga. Uh-huh. And this is my person over here. <laughs> These are my folks over here that help me. Hand me well, read on. <clears throat> he shall what? We shall do what? And the house of Israel shall possess them in the land of the Lord for servants. For servants. And handmaids. And handmaids. I need some water. God. I'm a little parched over here. Esau, get over here and give me some daggone water. <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Hey, this is thus saith the Lord. Don't be mad at me. Take it up with the most high. Right. Come on. And they shall take them captives. And it says we're going to take them captives. You my captive now. Let me put the chains on you. Huh. Look, I ain't going to cut your baby out your stomach. That's nasty. But I'm going to make you do what, what you're going to do. Right. You're going to have to serve me. You're going to have to serve us in righteousness. Mm. Ain't going to be raping the men and all the other wickedness that Esau was doing. But we gonna, you're going to have to serve us. Right? Come on. And they shall take them captives uh-huh. whose captives they were. Were we captive to people? Right. We was captives to everybody on the planet. The Arabs, the Africans, the white men, all these people. The Asians had us. We done mm. built the Great Wall of China. All these people done had us in captivity. Mm. Babylonians, Cushites. You know what I'm saying? All these people had Israel in captivity. And they made Israel do whatever the heck they wanted to. Right. 
And it's, is it wrong for now Israel to read the words of God and tell you that, you know what? The prophecy of the Lord going to have mercy on us. Right. And the Lord going to have us take our captives and they're going to become, I mean, take those who we were captive to and they're going to be our captives. Yeah, that's what the Bible says. Right? Read on. And they shall rule over their oppressors. And the prophecy is that we shall rule over our oppressors. Read on. And it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest. See, that's going to be rest. Mm. And that day, that's when the Lord is going to give us rest. Right? He's going to have mercy. You know what? I'm not going to flick y'all no more. Huh. I'm not going to put you through this captivity no more. I'm not going to put you through uh, a wicked judicial system no more. I'm not going to put you through, you know, everything that we've been going through. The Lord said, I'm going to have mercy on them. Now it's done. It's over. Now you're going, now you're going to reap the blessings. Right? He said, when he, when he give us what? And it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest uh -huh. from thy sorrow and from thy fear uh -huh. and from thy hard bondage wherein thou was made to serve. Right. That thou shalt take up this proverb against the king of Babylon and say, how hath the, the oppressor ceased? The golden city ceased. Right. Right. So in that day, that's what we're going to be saying. Man, Babylon is done. That's right. How has they ceased? The golden city ceased. We don't have to serve no more. We don't have to be at the bottom no more. We don't have to be in fear no more. But it all starts with this day of atonement that's coming. It all starts with that. We got to get ourselves ready. We have to seek the Lord while he can still be found. We have to repent. We have to afflict our souls. We have to do all these things. And endure to the end so that we can see this, this glorious day. All right? In connection with this script, give me Revelation 13. That's right. 13 verse 10 to 11. Because we're trying to give mercy. Oh, I forgive her. We're giving mercy to everybody else, but the Lord ain't giving mercy to these people. The mercy said they got to pay for what they've done. They got to go into captivity for what they've done. She done killed your brother. She need to be locked up for 25 years. Nah. 30 years. 35. Yeah. <laughs> Give her 10 years and she can get out in five. The max six. Mm. She gonna do five years in the Martha Stewart prison with, with all the stuff in there. Everything <laughs> that she need. It's gonna be a little apartment. She's going to have a studio damn apartment in prison <laughs> for five years, living rent-free. And then she's going to come out and be like, all praises. <laughs> That's what she's going to say, right? we given our mercy. we given the mercy that belongs to us, our children, the children of Israel. Mm. We, give them, we want to give mercy to the next man. Damn. But as we showed you, let it be a, a, another, another Jake. You ain't got no mercy for that brother. You tossing chairs. Oh, you killed my brother. You took him away from me. Mm. Why'd you do that? You need to die. Uh. Meanwhile, them same people that you hugging up on and kissing up on, they don't got no mercy for you. 
They put stuff in our neighborhoods. They put guns in our neighborhoods. They put drugs in our neighborhoods. They throw the books at us Mm -hmm. when it comes to the courtroom. It's just ridiculous. This ain't hatred. This is saying, Israel, we want you to repent. We need you to repent. We need you to come back to the most high. Because it's not justice what they do to our people. Woman got 20 years for just firing in the air to scare off a man who's trying to kill her, rape her, whatever. And then this chick full-blown killed a person, and she got 10 years, she going to get out in five. Meanwhile, 20 years probably with with no parole. Mm. 20 years with no parole just for shooting off in the air in a state where they allow you to carry. Mm. That's wicked. That's wickedness. That's evil. A person like that don't deserve mercy. A nation like that don't deserve mercy and forgiveness and all of that. Uh. We can't be giving away mercy. The Lord's mercy. And guess what? Hey, I don't have to tell you. The Lord ain't forgiving them. All right? Revelation 13 and 10. Revelation chapter 13 verse 10. He that leadeth into captivity uh-huh. shall go into captivity. The Bible says, he that leadeth into captivity, he shall go into captivity. No, I'm going to forgive him and hug him. No, you're going to go into captivity. Come on. He that killeth with the sword. Oh, if you want to t- kill some folks, you want to put some folks mm. to death? Must be killed with the sword. Bible said you must be killed with the sword. Where is this Christ that everybody's talking right. about? Right. I forgive you. I don't even want you to go to jail. I love you. You killed my brother, but I love you. Where's that Christ at? Right. Christ, this is Christ here. He said, he that leadeth into captivity must go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be Mm. killed with the sword. Come on. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. And this is the patience in the faith of the saints. This is what we patiently waiting for today. While we sitting here watching the verdict. While we sitting here watching our people oppressed and killed in all types of crazy stuff that's going on to our people. We are patiently waiting for that day when, look at that, Miss Bessie. <laughs> when they're going to have to serve us in the kingdom. You led us into captivity, Miss Mitzi. You're going to go into captivity. You will clean our feet of our the daughters of Zion. Oh yeah, it's gonna be a glorious thing, man. If you if you can't get with that and you are ashamed of this thing, right? Shame on you. But I can't wait for the day. Mm. And like I said, it's gonna be righteous. We ain't gonna do nothing foul to them or nothing like that. But they gonna have to do what we say to do. Stand on your toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you finished on that? That's the first 10. Go ahead. <clears throat> verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up. No, that's it. Oh, Just uh-huh. verse 10. It's a lot. Verse 10. <coughs> All right, so from there, let's go to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 through 17. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14. Follow peace with all men and holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Uh huh. Looking diligently, lest any man fa- fail of the grace of God, 
lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Uh-huh. So, you know, read that part. Read, read 15 one more time. Looking diligently, lest any man fall of the grace of God, uh-huh. lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. Go ahead. Lest there be any fornicator or profane person as Esau. Right. Come on, because Esau was full of bitterness, and he was defiled with his anger mm. that he had for his brother Jacob. Right? Come on. Who for one morsel of meat sold his birthright. Uh, and for one piece of meat, he, <laughs> he despised the birthright. He didn't care about it. He didn't care about the most high. He didn't care about anything spiritual or along those lines. Right. Right? Come on. For ye know how that afterward... When he would have inherited the blessings. See, Esau would have inherited the blessing. All this, the kingdom and all that, was would have been for Esau. But he didn't even want it. And the most high ordained was going to be for Jacob anyway. Mm-hmm. Right? Come on. He was rejected. And he was rejected. Come on. For he found no place of repentance. The Lord said he found no place for repentance. Mm. Come on. Though he that though he sorted carefully with tears. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. I didn't mean to kill her. I thought it was my apartment. Mm-hmm. I thought it was my apartment. Right. I thought it was my apartment. How the heck you thought it was your apartment? Make you it. bust through the daggone door mm. with your guns out. But that's how Esau do. Darn. He tries to he seeks after it, that repentance carefully with tears. Fake crocodile tears hmm. up there crying, fake crying, right? Seventeen. Um, Tom, that was seventeen. Yeah, that was seventeen. So yeah, that's what it is. There's no repentance for Esau. All right, ain't no repentance for Esau. Esau, you gonna pay? You gotta pay. Ain't no atonement for you, <laughs> right? Atonement is for us. We can atone. We have to atone. As the day approaches, we must atone for our sins, for our wrongdoings, right? And we have to forgive one another out of love. Forgive your brothers and sisters. Stop holding grudges. Be honest with yourself. Stop these games, man. Brothers, you got you got a spirit on you when you holding a certain grudge or you lying to yourself. That's wicked as hell. Uh. That's wicked as hell. You lying to yourself. You know the truth. You're going to lie. You holding grudge. You showing hatred for your brothers. And then be the main ones talking about, I I truly love you. You don't love me. <laughs> if you love me, stand up for me. Right. If you love me, stand up for the laws. If you love me, correct me according to the law. Show me where I'm going wrong according to the scriptures. Don't deny it. Don't hate it. Oh, you know, whatever. No, I don't want to do what the law say. I'm going to do whatever I want to say. Brother, I truly love you. I truly, truly love you. don't love me. You don't even love the brothers you over there with. Right. If you suffer sin upon them. That's not love. Love is keeping the commandments. If you love me, you're going to keep the commandments. If we love one another, we're going to keep the commandments with each other, towards each other. That's right. Right. And we're going to accept, you're going to accept apologies. You're going to show forgiveness to your own people. Mm. If you love me, guess what? 
you ain't gonna be so quick to uh uh forgive the damn devil for what they did like that. Now when the Lord say he don't forgive him, <laughs> right? The Lord don't forgive him. So what makes you think you holier than that? You got you go over the Lord. Can I hug her? <laughs> Please. He was begging to hug that woman. And her ugly, oh, her ugly behind. Did y'all see her? She just came flying at him. <laughs> Hugged all up on his neck. Oh, what a, oh, she just disgusting. Mm. Disgusting looking, I'm telling you. That thing was terrible. Anyway, Obadiah. Book of Obadiah, 1, verse 17. 17 and 18. Time. The book of Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 17. But upon Mount Zion shall be deliverance, uh -huh. and there shall be holiness. And the house of Jacob <laughs> shall possess their possessions. Come on. And the house of Jacob shall be a fire. And the house of Jacob shall be a fire. And the house of Joseph a flame. And the house of Joseph a flame. And the house of Esau. And the house of who? Esau. And the house of Esau. For stubble. For stubble. Come on. And they shall kindle in them and devour them. Uh-huh. And there shall not be any remaining of the house of Esau, for the Lord had spoken it. So the Lord said, Ain't gonna be no more Esau. Uh -huh. Where's the mercy at? Where's the grace for Esau? The Lord don't the Lord said, I shall have mercy on whom I shall have mercy. So when the Lord say, uh, Esau, no, there ain't gonna be no more remaining of Esau. Mm. I'm done with him. Once I'm done, I'm done. Uh. That's what the Lord said. He said, when I get Jacob to come as a fire and Joseph to come as a flame, Esau gonna be for stubble. Mm. And there ain't gonna be none remaining in the house of Esau. You're crying, you're hugging, it don't matter how many hugs you try to do and save Miss Mitzi, Miss Amber, Miss Amanda. It don't matter. Nothing you can do can save them. You ain't gonna save Miss Amber Geiger from Sweet Valley High. <laughs> she going to she going down. Right. <laughs> the Lord is done. It's over. It's over. You can't go, you can't override the most high. Now, because we ain't telling you to go do nothing. Let the Lord let his vengeance. He said, the vengeance is mine. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. So it ain't for us to try to go out and exact it. But what you need to do is you need to show that love and mercy that you're showing towards your enemies. Right. You need to show that to your brothers, your brothers and sisters. I mean, even in the truth. We in the truth, but we don't show mercy to one another. We, we quick to do a video on each other. Or we quick to whatever. We got to show mercy to each other. We got to show love to one another. We got to gather ourselves together and let the Lord do, the, do what he going to do. We got to reach out to these brothers and sisters. The, the, uh, 
Botham, Botham Jean's family and different ones and his brother. Mm. Today, I shared the news. The brother that testified against Amber Gaga, he's dead now. Hmm. Right. Hmm. Coincidence. But y'all hugging up on her. These people are not playing no games with you. It's war. This That's is right. warfare. You're in the middle of a war. You're in the middle of the longest ongoing war. Ain't no time to be hugging up on them. And ain't no time to be getting in our feelings either. Oh, my child. I mean, hey, you cool, brother, but, you know, the, the message today was a little harsh. No. <laughs> no, we don't got time for that. Uh, 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 the man that was up there, um, I can almost guarantee you it's fishy business. Mm. How that man just died like that? Just a couple of days after this woman, after this woman was sent to jail. Now this brother dead? Come on, man. That don't make no sense. You don't just get shot. You don't just get shot like that. And I know people that know him. I know people who are out there in Dallas. And it's all, they, you know, it's a mystery. Mm. It ain't like this brother was involved in gang something or, or somebody was after him. He's dead now. So all that mercy and forgiveness that you was given to Amber Geiger, guess what? Amber Geiger's people still killing your people. There's another boy that is dead that lost his life now. Dang. That's true. They don't care. And this is why the Lord says, none shall remain of them. I'm going to cut them off and I'm going to be done with them because they are wickedness to the highest degree. And they only sit here for one purpose to make us repent. We must repent and return to the most high. All right. Last thing I'm going to say on Amber Geiger. Let's go to Sirach. Sirach chapter 12. Give me verses 10. Oh yeah. Sirach here. Sirach here. 21 and Obadiah. Verse 21. And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion uh -huh. to judge the Mount of Esau. See, the saviors are going to come upon Mount Zion and judge Esau. Mm. Judge the Mount of Esau. Ain't no forgiveness. Esau got to be judged for his wickedness. Right. His, the whole house of them is wicked. They wicked today. They reap the benefits of slavery, but don't nobody want to take responsibility. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But you living rich mm. off of slavery right. to, to this day. How you think you got the White House? How you think you got all the stuff you got? I got to pay for cotton and my forefathers was picking it. Mm. They wouldn't have been there. And I still got to pay for the fruit of the loom. Mm -hmm. That's wicked. If you look up all the companies that was involved in slavery, that reaped money from slavery, Bank of America, the bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Brooke Brothers, if, for the brothers that buy slacks or whatever, Brooke Brothers. There's a whole list of companies that made money off of slavery back then. And now these are multi-billion dollar companies today. But don't nobody want to pay for it. I ain't responsible for the slavery. I ain't had no slaves. Hmm. But you reaping the benefits. You the CFO, the CEO, and you sitting all up in these big old buildings. Damn. How you got there? You got there because your people made money off of slavery. Free labor for hundreds of years. 
but you don't want to pay. They don't even want to give us reparations. You got just the companies that I named right there. You know what? Let's take their let's take their net worth. Let's divide it. Let's do this. Let's do do whatever you want to do with the math equation, but make that the number. <laughs> you can figure out a number. What are these companies worth? How much money did they make? Okay, boom, 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 boom. You know what? We're gonna give the descendants of slaves this percentage of all their wealth. It's gonna be billions of dollars. Now figure out how to give it to our people. The sinners will say, boom, 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 boom. You can do it. They've done it for other nations. Right. The so-called Jews, so-called Japanese Americans, Nagasaki and all that. They gave people money. Now they're giving the gays money. <laughs> you couldn't file for so many years as a married couple. So you lost out on tax benefits and had to pay a lot of money over the years so you know what? You get reparations. Hmm. We're going to give y'all a check. They give everybody reparations but your own people. But you. They're not showing mercy to us, but every we our people want to show mercy to everybody. Except for our own. Meanwhile, these people still got their foot on our necks. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. All right? From there, Sarah. Chapter 12, verses 10 through 16. Sirach chapter 12 and verse 10. Never trust thine enemy. The Bible says, never trust thine enemy. Deuteronomy 28 and verse 68 says the people that sold us on slave ships, God. they were our enemies. So what does the Bible say? Never trust thine enemy. Never trust your enemy. Look, poor brother went on went up there testify and now he's dead. Damn. Never trust your enemy. Come on. For like as iron rusted. Yeah, you got a piece of you got something that's rusting like iron, your piece of iron that's rusting. At first, you don't see no rust. You're like, oh, no, we good, we good, we good. But slowly, as time goes, mm. you start see Next thing you know, damn, that thing's full of rust right now. I got to throw that thing away. <laughs> That's how you... Go ahead. For like as iron rusted, uh -huh. so is his wickedness. That's how the wickedness of this man is. You think he's good? You think he ain't going to do nothing? You think he ain't going to say nothing? You think he done came a long way? And then next thing you know, boop. He done, mm -hmm. he done did something real evil, real sneaky, real slick. <laughs> Who even knows if Amber Geiger's in jail? How come when they said murder, how come she ain't come back with an orange jumpsuit? Right. Because when we on the thing and they say, oh, convicted murder. Okay. Next thing you know, your ass coming out with an orange jumpsuit and handcuffs. Mm -hmm. Ain't no hugging. She walking around the courtroom freely doing whatever she want to do. I seen her going back and forth through the back. That's crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely mad. But these things is for us, Israel. We're supposed to see this thing. O -o oppression, surely oppression make of a wise man mad. We the, the Lord wants you Israelites to see this and start getting angry. Get angry to the point where you know what? You're going to repent. 
That's right. You're going to get your fringes right. You're going to go out in the street and help the soldiers out there wake up the people. Mm. You're going to stop complaining and crying about stupidness. Get your house in order. Do the work. Right. There's work that needs to be done in Newark, New Jersey, in Nashville, in Atlanta, in Dallas. There's work that needs to be done. Look at our people. We don't have time for foolishness. You're either going to get out or lay down. Right. You're either going to get with it or you're going to move out the way. Read on. Though he humbled himself. Uh, oh, she humbled herself. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Come on. And go crouching. Uh-huh. She crouching down on the floor. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was my apartment. Come on. Yet take good heed. Uh-huh. Take good heed, huh? And beware of him. Uh-huh. And thou shalt be unto him as if thou hast wiped a looking glass. Uh-huh. And thou shalt know that his rust had not been altogether wiped away. Right, right. You're going to take a look at him like... Oh, no, Esau. I see you. I see the lies right there. I see it all in you. Right? Come on. Set him not by thee. Uh-huh. Don't have him all right next to you. Can I hug her? Yeah, right. And you seen the cop, too. He's standing right there like, mm-hmm. go ahead, nigga, try something. <laughs> try something. <laughs> right, come on. When he had overthrown thee, he stand up in thy place. Yeah, he said, don't put them right next to you. Don't have them all with you because when he overthrow you, right. he going to take your place. Right, come on. He stand Neither let him sit at thy right hand, uh-huh. lest he seek to take thy seat. Right. And thou at the last remember my words and be pricked there, therewith. Mm, you're like, damn, the Lord I told me not to sit next to these people. Right. Now look, I'm in the damn jail. I'm in the prison now. Right. Should have never hugged that woman. Yeah, they're going to come for you too. Uh, Brandon, Gene, or whatever <laughs> his name was. Come on. Who will pity a charmer that is bitten with a serpent? Oh, you keep playing around with them Edomites. Ha! You keep playing with them white girls, OJ. You see what happened? You done got bit by the snake. You playing with the snakes? Right. Now you done got bit. You don't like feel sorry for your butt. <laughs> right. I'm OJ. Yeah, you OJ. Like Jay-Z said, okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Or any such as come nigh wild beasts. Mm-hmm. Like the man that's playing around with the bull. They play around the boat. Then when they get gorged, oh, oh. Right. <laughs> Don't nobody feel sorry for them. <laughs> you running around playing with bulls. Right? Come on. So one that goeth to a sinner and is defiled with him in his sins, who will pity? Right. Come on. For a while he will abide with thee. But if thou begin to fall, he will not tarry. Come on. An enemy speaketh sweetly with his lips. That's what she did. She was uh. speaking sweetly with her lips. Uh, I don't know. No, I didn't mean to do it. No, I thought it was my apartment. Speaking sweetly mm. with their lips. They, they even do it to this day. Right. I'm not racist. I'm not. I'm not. Right, I'm right. not I got black friends. I got black friends. Right? All this silly stuff that they say. They say all that stuff. Oh, we like people. But. Behind the scenes, mm. it's straight wicked what these people are doing. Mm. And, and this is the crazy thing. And this is how you know that we're the children of Israel. Black people are the nicest people. 
Right. Black people love everybody. Black people, if a white man comes to the party, we're going to teach a white man how to dance. We're going to teach him how to dance. Give them food and all that. And we're going to be like, yeah, what guy? We want to be friends with everybody. Right. We want to be, we want, we just a loving, caring people. Because we are the people of the book. But these people don't give a damn about you. Damn. You do the same thing with the Asian man, China man, whatever. I done seen a video of China man apologizing. He's like, black woman, I'm sorry. I, I, I will be better for you. I'll do better. <laughs> You can come to my nail salon. I, I I won't be nasty to you no more, because they done came. You know he don't. He, he this the brother that was karate kicking the sister out the damn door. <laughs> Word. Kicking her good too. I mean that his leg was going like that. <laughs> he was kicking the mess out of this woman. That's now crazy. he apologizing. And guess what? Our women gonna be right back in there. They ain't, they ain't never stopped going. They ain't there now. Yeah, they've been in there right now. You got the Korean man hate your guts. Mm. Guess what? The Korean neighborhood around here is called Fort Lee. Mm. I I work in Fort Lee. My office, my real estate office is in Fort Lee. High end luxury. Right. Million dollar properties. That's where them Korean stores that that's here in East Orange mm -hmm. and here in Newark. They selling you weaves all day long, and then they go up to Fort Lee, Bergen County. Right. Dang. They ain't living here in East Orange. They ain't putting no none of that weave money, that bundles money in the neighborhood. No. They take your they sell you them bundles and then they go up and buy a mansion up there in Bergen County. Wow. Good water and everything. These people do not care about us. This is what we're trying to get in our people's minds. They don't care. You have to gather yourself together. You have to repent. You have to return to the Lord. Return to who you are. And it's so easy if you think about it. We don't, the, the way we fight this war, we don't even got to grab no guns. Right. We ain't got to do nothing against them. All we got to do is serve the Lord with all your heart, body, and soul. Stay focused on the most high. That's it. Don't waver. Don't go to the left. Don't go to the right. Serve the Lord. Repent and make 10 other brothers do the same. Put the guns down. Put the drugs down. Repent. That's it. And then the Lord said, you know what? Now that you do that, I'm going to tear this whole thing down. Huh. What verse you at? 16. Go ahead. And an enemy speaketh sweetly with his lips, uh -huh. but in his heart... He imagineth how to throw thee into a pit. There you go. I love you, brother. <laughs> I truly love you. Uh, but then they speaking, but then they, in their mind, they thinking how they can overthrow you. Mm. Right. Come on. He will weep with his eyes. Uh-huh. But if he find opportunity, he will not be satisfied with blood. Right. So if you keep giving these people the opportunity, they're not going to be satisfied with blood. They, gonna, they want your name. They want your... Your money, they want your wife, your house. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Right. They coming for it all. That's right. So, we're going to give all praises and honor to the Most High Christ. We thank you for sitting here with us. I pray that this was edification for somebody. Um, Day of Atonement is coming up. Matter of fact, we have some announcements. I'm going to let the officer go ahead and and get these announcements off real quick, all right, before we...
shut it down. <clears throat> right, so um, here's some announcements we got coming up. The Day of Atonement, where um, we're going to be fasting, right? So that means no food, no drinking. You can't even brush your teeth. Don't brush your teeth. Don't let that water hit your mouth. You don't want to taste water, right? Um, it's going to be Tuesday night, Tuesday sundown till Wednesday uh, sundown. And um, we're going to be, you know, HSA, Holy Saints and Apostles. We're going to be co congregating here on Wednesday. <coughs> we will break fast after uh, when the sun goes down. We're right, going to break right. fast. Make <laughs> sure you take off of work. Right. Um, you want to take off, if you work evenings, you want to take off Wednesday. So that you do not work. Uh, is it Tuesday? Um, Tuesday night. Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Salakia. Yeah, right. Tuesday night. Until you, Wednesday. Night. You work evenings. You want to take off Tuesday, All right? And then come sundown Wednesday. You can go to work. All right. All right. Also, um, coming up, we have the feast of uh, tabernacles. That's um, we um are having that from October thirteenth until the twentieth. So we're doing seven days, right? Seven days. Um, what is this? Make your last purchase. Yeah, go ahead. Make your last purchases of right. anything that you need. Right. Right? Come on. Anybody want to fellowship with us in New Jersey, y'all could contact us at, um, con you know, hit us up online. Hit us up on Facebook, Holy Saints and Apostles. Um, or you can hit up Holy, Holy Saints and Apostles in Atlanta. Or Holy Saints of the Apostles in um, Nashville. Nashville. Right. You can hit us up, contact us, and we'll give you the information. Um, where we at? Soja Leah has been demoted to member. So Soja Aliyahu. Soja Aliyahu, Aliyahu has been demoted to member. Um, what's going on with that? That's it? Yeah, it's a demotion. Kind so... All praises of the most high, brothers and sisters, keep pushing, keep enduring. Um, and that's it, keep enduring. All, all right. So all praises of the most high, shalom, most high Christ bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. Follow us, Holy Saints and Apostles YouTube, highest Holy Saints and Apostles on Facebook. Uh, did we put up the put put that stuff up again? And that's it. Uh, so shalom, most high Christ bless. We love you all. Shalom. Shalom.